Welcome back to the Redot Dentistry Pre-Dental Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Lundquist, and I am laying my journey of getting accepted into dental school all out on the table so you can get in as well. Please make sure to follow this podcast for updates on Instagram at read.dentistry underscore podcast. That's read spelled R-E-E-D dot dentistry underscore podcast. Now stay tuned for episode 16, where I give away my best advice towards preparing for the organic chemistry section of the DAT. Thank you as always for tuning in. I hope you had a wonderful weekend and I really appreciate all of you who have been listening and giving this podcast your support. I also think it's appropriate for me to hope that everyone is staying safe and doing well at this time when the coronavirus is affecting so many people and communities across the world. So please stay safe. I anticipate this episode remaining very brief once again, but nevertheless, there are still some important things I want to get into to make sure you know what to expect on the organic chemistry section of the DAT. So I will be breaking this episode down into two parts. Part one will be more of a general introduction and overview, and part two will go into more detail as to what to expect on the DAT. As you know, and it's no secret, organic chemistry is tough. This is generally perceived as the we out course into dental school, and I think on many accounts that is true. However, it's also very possible that organic chemistry is your strength, and that just depends on the student. I know that um, for me, organic chemistry didn't come as naturally as it did for others. I think it is a subject that eventually I got a good grasp on and once that happened it's kind of one of those things where you're like well why didn't I get this beforehand but it is different from anything that I'd ever seen before Um, I think you're using a different part of the brain um, something that's just a little bit foreign and so just like perceptual ability organic chemistry was one of those things that you just really had to work on so I really hope that you guys are in a good area where you feel comfortable with organic chemistry but I definitely recognize it is tough and I can see why it might be a subject that could come across as a little bit overwhelming when um, preparing for the DAT. But I will tell you that I didn't think that the organic chemistry section was the most challenging section of the DAT. With that being said, um, you know, you don't, the thing about the DAT is you can't really afford to miss too many questions because everything is based on the, your score is based on a percentile. So like I've said in earlier episodes, if you even get like a 28 out of 30 on the DAT, you might only have scored like a 23 out of 30, which is still a really good score, but it's not like, okay, you got a 29 out of 30 and that translates to like a 28 in terms of your score out of 30, if that makes sense. So it's not like, okay, I got 95% right, so it's 95% of 30. No, that's not how it works. The only way to get a 30 is if you get all of them correctly, or if you get all of them correct. And I haven't even ever seen like a 29 per se, but I mean, I'm sure that's out there, but I'm just not really sure how that works. It depends on the year, depends how many students are getting a perfect score, how many students are only missing one. So it's all um, broken down by percentile. And then also, I don't know if you know this, but you can't fail the DAT. There are some scores that won't be acceptable um, to dental schools. And there might be some dental schools that say, okay, if you score you know, below this on any section, you're not allowed to, you know, you're ineligible to apply for dental school. Some might just do it based on your overall score. So it can vary 
but don't be too stressed out about the ochem section and i hope after this episode you will feel a little bit more um, confident in this section going into the dat um and i and while i said organic chemistry is really tough I definitely think that it's easier on the DAT. And that's because you're seeing more of the basic concepts. Now keep in mind that there's a lot of information that you went over in organic chemistry. So doing well in this section is gonna be a matter of mass, just you know, knowing all of those things, a matter of like knowing the quantity, but not so much the fine detail. So I think that you'll find that when you're doing some of the practice questions, quiz questions, um, practice test questions, that it might come across as a little bit easier, but just know that when you get the actual test or even the practice tests, it's um, you know, it's it's the accumulation of that information. So it is a lot, but you can definitely do it. And the more you practice, obviously, the easier it will become. And the really good news is you don't have to push arrows and draw a mechanism. So for like the full reactions, I know that, and I'm sure it was the same at whatever school you went to. But a lot of times in organic chemistry, they would give you a reaction and you'd have to do every single step, you know, push the arrows, the electrons and show how that reaction came to fruition. Well, you don't really have to worry about that on the organic chemistry section, but you might have to know an intermediate or, you know, with those SN1, SN2s or eliminations, you might have to know one of the steps, but it's not like you're going to have to, it's not like they give you you know, a few questions where you have to push all the electrons and show how they ended up in the product. So don't worry about that. Um, the resources that I used on the DA or to study for the DAT, again, I used DAT bootcamp and just like general chemistry, I thought that they did a really good job. Um, one thing, a difference though, between the OCHEM section and the general chemistry section in terms of studying is I did resort back to my undergrad lecture notes so I have a MacBook and it's not like you have to have a MacBook, but it was just easy for me where I had it organized where I could easily access all of the, you know, the PDFs or the handouts that I'd saved on my computer. And I went and I pulled those up and I, and I did find that helpful. You know, I think that had a lot to do with the fact that the teacher I had was really well organized and she gave out a lot of resources. So, I mean, organic chemistry, it's, it was the same. It's going to be the same at DAT boot camp as it was when you were studying undergrad, I think a lot of times it's just the way that it's presented. So just, just I hope you're using the resources that you find the most helpful to you. Um, I did like DAT Bootcamp for the fact that um, he did have helpful videos, you know, Mike did, and there's plenty of quiz and test questions that I think you can get a good idea of where you need to, um, you know, the areas you need to sustain or the areas that you need to improve. And yeah, those are pretty much the only resources that I used. I mean, obviously you can always find more stuff, whether it be on YouTube or other programs, but I don't really think it's too necessary to start diving into too many resources in terms of the organic chemistry section. Just choose something that works for you and go with that. Um, I will say about the organic chemistry section is I already mentioned that there's reactions and then there's conceptual information. So knowing how to apply that, um, you know, the information that's being taught. And you saw that in your undergrad as well. It's not like every single question was a mechanism, but there might be something that has to do more with the nature or the application of organic chemistry. So that can be fair game. And I think, you know, those are always the low-hanging fruit questions as well. So make sure that you understand, you know, 
what like what's the purpose of an acid or a base just basic stuff like that i didn't think i don't think it got too crazy or anything and then also i will say in terms of the speed of the test and this can kind of go in as a strategy as well um you shouldn't need the full 30 minutes of the section and you are granted 30 minutes there's 30 questions um so relax and then i say rush but don't rush and pretty much what that means is while there is 30 minutes, you do have to make sure you're answering all the questions, but I do think it's plenty of time. So you don't want to just, you know, rush um, through something where if you took the time, you would definitely get it right because you want to make sure that you're reading the question, you're understanding fully what it's asking, and then, you know, go through all of your answer choices because the people who write these exams, they know where students get a little bit careless and make mistakes. So don't, don't be, don't fall victim to that, I guess is is what I want to say. And honestly, um, if you do that, you're going to be fine. Because like I've said in the other episodes um, about the DAT and, and these sections, you can always use those tools to mark them and come back to them. So make sure that you're answering the ones that you know 100% you are going to get correct. And before I move into part two as to what you will expect in each section, so I'll get more specific. And part two, I do want to take a minute to thank our sponsor, Anchor, who makes this podcast possible. So none of these, uh, none of what I'm going to say should come as a surprise to you. I imagine at this point, you are going to be well rehearsed in a lot of these subjects. So it might be a matter of just going back and brushing up on this information. And I do realize that some of you may have organic chemistry a little bit more fresh in your mind and maybe you're even taking organic chemistry now and for others of you um, maybe it's been a little bit longer since you've taken organic chemistry so the way that I would approach studying for this section would be would depend on how recent you how recently you have taken organic chemistry for myself it hadn't been too long so I didn't feel a huge necessity to spend a ton of my time studying for the section but I did think it was important to practice and make sure because I knew going back to my undergrad which areas I struggled with initially so you definitely wanted to take I definitely wanted to take the time to make sure I had a good understanding of how those things could um, appear or be asked on the DAT and okay so before I go on more about that um, let me tell you what you will see. And a lot of this I actually pulled from the 2007 test, but I can tell you that my test was very similar in, in this nature. So I don't think that this, I don't think it's deviated too much from 2007 in terms of what to expect on the organic chemistry section. But you're going to see your substitution and your elimination reactions. So, you know, knowing generally what is going to lean more towards SN1 or SN2 or your E1 and E2. And, you know, just the, I'm not going to say, like I said earlier, you don't need to show the whole mechanism and draw out everything in terms of pushing arrows. But they might ask you what um, a certain intermediate would look like. So, you know, think about stability where those bonds are most likely to break and form. Um, like, yeah, those, those intermediates. So the, the carbocation, where is that going to appear? Depending on if it is substitution or elimination, you know, that's going to dictate whether there will be a carbocation and then where, um, you know, where that carbocation would be most likely to form. So that, 
you know, alludes back to that stability. And then you're going to want to be able to predict the products. So depending on what reagents being used, what type of reaction it is, there's going to be many questions that'll just say, okay, give me the product of this reaction. They'll give everything else out, for, uh, you know, they'll list everything else out for you. Or they might give you the product and they might ask you, okay, what reagent, what, what would have been a, uh, an appropriate reagent to have used to produce this product? So I'm sure that these are things that you've already seen on or during your undergrad. Um, so those, those are questions that really there shouldn't be an excuse for you to miss so long as you're taking the time to prepare because those things are, are straightforward. Uh, there's nothing tricky about that. Um, so you know, knowing your acids and your bases. And that could also, they could also use that as more of a conceptual type question. So you definitely want to know what's, what makes an acid an acid and a base a base. What is a strong acid? What's a weak acid, a strong base, a weak base, you know, all, you know, the conjugates and all those things. So that's definitely all fair game. Um, and then, you know, the confirmations, of of the reaction so you know if it's the, uh, the one thing that comes to my mind right now is those the chair confirmations they might ask you that um, so just be prepared for for all of that and then stereochemistry is definitely a huge thing so you know you know get uh, start thinking cis and trans um, and then IUPAC names I don't know if I had too many IUPAC questions but I always loved IUPAC questions because I felt like those were free points for me but if I were to go take uh, an organic chemistry quiz now, I can't say that I would get those questions 100% correctly. So you might want to brush up on some of those IUPAC rules, but that should come uh, back to you very easily if you've already taken organic chemistry, which I'm, which I'm sure that you have at this point. And this might be a question that you're having if you haven't taken both um, organic chemistry questions, or sorry, if you haven't taken both organic chemistry classes, because this is certainly a question that I had, is, is it necessary to take organic chemistry two, or I guess one, if you're feeling really crazy, is it necessary to take those before taking the DAT? Um, you know, would it be possible to take the DAT without having taken those two classes? And I wouldn't advise it. That's the advice that I received. But if you feel comfortable, if you felt like, okay, organic chemistry, true, organic chemistry one was really easy. I did really well. I feel like I'll be able to learn. Um, I feel like I'll just be able to take that information that's presented in DAT boot camp about organic chemistry and, you know, do well in the DAT. Then I don't know, you know yourself best. I definitely wouldn't advise it because I do feel like a lot of the questions that were asked on the DAT um, did stem from organic chemistry too, because at least how it was set up at my school, I felt like there was way more reactions that we learned in organic chemistry two and organic chemistry one was just kind of, you know, setting everything else up, um, if that makes sense. So um, I already talked about this, but you're going to want to know, like, while you don't have to push out, uh, you know, full mechanisms, you do want to know some of the steps. So they might, they might give you, you know, initiation and they might show you the products, but they might ask you, okay, what would be an appropriate intermediate step? Um, you know, anything from, you know, how to synthesize the reactions. So where you pick the reagents and I already, I think I already talked about that. Like they'll show you the 
reaction the products and then they'll ask you what reagents um, could be used and sometimes um, it could be multiple but they're not going to list multiple correct answers you, you know you, you're not going to have more than one correct answer on the exam so just know that if if the reagent that you think should be used isn't on there then they're looking for another one um, and that answer will be one of the options and then yeah acids and bases i already talked about that and then resonance structures i think that's the last thing that i really wanted to go into um so yeah resonance is i i feel like there was a lot of questions on resonance and then you know knowing which structure would be most likely or just to you know draw um the draw out not that you have to draw it out but you know they'll have their own way of of asking this question and saying okay um which and maybe this will be like multiple like a b c and e or would that be a correct answer and then so you'd have to go and look at all the answer choices and say okay would this be a possible resonance structure given the question being asked and then two of the subjects or two of the topics i think i've left out so far and maybe it's because i didn't notice them so much when i took the dat but i know that they are fair game it could have just been my own luck and and one of them i probably did see and that was aromaticity so make sure that you are studying aromaticity and you know what that is but the other one which i was very thankful did not appear too much on my dat if at all was spectroscopy because that was a actually that was a subject or a topic that i missed because of military duty so i never really learned that too well and even when i did try to take the time to teach myself just didn't come very naturally but i would definitely study that and if you don't feel confident in it at least learn some of the basics because like i've said a lot of these questions are going to be the basics but it is a lot about mass and not so much about detail so it's a lot but you can definitely do it that wraps it up for episode 16 dat organic chemistry how do i prepare for this section Thank you as always for joining me. Any of you can always feel free to contact me at jordanreed394 at gmail.com. Tell me what you like about the podcast and some improvements you'd like to see so this show can be more beneficial for all of us. Also, if you're enjoying what you are hearing, please do me a favor and subscribe to this podcast by hitting the subscribe button on whichever platform you're listening from so you can receive the latest updates. And please take just a minute of your time to leave this podcast a review. This will help tremendously in keeping this podcast going. Also, please share this podcast with someone else who you think could benefit from it. I have now started a Facebook page for this podcast, so you can go on Facebook and join the read.dentistry underscore pre-dental podcast, or follow this podcast on Instagram at read.dentistry underscore podcast. Tomorrow, we will be going over reading and math. So see you then, and until next time. Peace.